That happened. That happened. Welcome to our podcast called That Happened, where I tell Scoot strange history. That, that happened. happened. Oh, that was beautiful. That was great. That's the best one we've done so far. Literally. Well, wow, that candle's really reaching up there, isn't it? Yeah, it's you, got a pretty big flame on it. It got so excited because I yelled, that happened. Yeah. And then the air worked its way over there. It's nice recording with the window open. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I think it was me breathing. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I see what you're saying. I yelled, that happened. And the candle was like, wait for it. Wait for it. Woo! Now. <laughs> the air travels. All right. How are you doing today, Scoot? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited to be here, too. Excellent. I've got uh, curmudgeon wine, because it was on sale. Grumdigen. Yes, as Scoot calls it. <laughs> oh, it's the grumdigen. <laughs> that's that's how I read it the first time, and it was so wrong. Grumdigen. Wait, will you cheers me? Oh, yeah. Um, Do you know the Italian cheers? No. We should really look these up before we start. Yeah. I always, I got to put it in the script. Yeah, the just add it in there. Relevant with... cheers to the story. We're doing a story about Italians today. I was going to say, is it an Italian story? Yes, a little bit. All right. A little bit. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. Forza. Mozzarella. I don't. Actually know what it is. Ciao. Ciao. Perfect. All right, for today's story, uh, I think it should be really fun and kind of controversial. Oh. Yeah, so the wine should definitely help with us in polite society. <laughs> if you need to come and yell at me, my name is Red. I live on 123 Anywhere Street. Anywhere Street. That's right. Anywhere in the world. I just put my address out there. Yeah, oh. Confident like that. Very confident. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to break... The normal, you know what they always say not to talk about with friends and family? What? It's politics and religion. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. you know, common sense that has to be explained to people like me. Uh, but today we're talking about religion. It's going to be fun. Let's do it. And, it, well, it's the history of religion. Oh, really? So we'll stick with the facts, but then that's boring. So, loose facts. If you want to look up more, look it up. <laughs> don't don't take our anything we say at flat value but also that sh you should apply that to life yeah we're not experts no we just like reading re research stuff well i like reading academic journals and then seeing it in a human way yeah and i like it when you tell me cool stuff yeah it's gonna be really cool and then we can talk about it so today's moment is a ridiculous moment in the history of one of the most powerful religious regimes that still exists today. Can you guess which religion? Christianity? Specifically? I don't know, Catholic? Yeah! Hey. They got a rich history. The exorcists people. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They definitely do that. Um, that's an interesting intro into where we're going. It's like <laughs> the same and the opposite. So, um, just if we can remember to come back to that, I'm like, I'm always saying, we'll come back to that. 
and we never do. But that would be a wonderful follow-up question. I just don't have enough hands to type those notes and make sure I have everything. Okay, so we're going to talk about a pope named Formosus. Formosus? Formosus. Formosus. Okay, um, pronunciation, question mark. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it was a while ago. Do you know, do you recognize that name? No, I don't know very many of the popes, even though I grew up Catholic. That that's okay. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, and they've all got like the same name, <clears throat> but then uh, followed by like a number. So a I'm number. Like, I don't know. Well, hopefully this one sticks in your mind because it's Formosus the first, and I don't know of another Formosus. The story should help. And uh, yeah. and it's medieval papacy, so pretty pretty early on, not the OG popes, uh, but pretty early on. Uh, okay. And this is like a, a story you can find in the Catholic websites and the anti-Catholic websites. Like everyone agrees that it happened. It's not like a religious idea. It's a fact. Yeah, it's not like a one-off story that one person heard and told lots of people. Yes. Oh, it. definitely. Definitely. So try okay. to get excited. Um, I'm trying to give some like clues for our listeners. So they know where we're there, where we are going. But honestly, listener, you've seen the title of the episode. So I think you know where we're going. Scoot has not seen the title of the no, episode. We make these before it's aired. What? So there's no title for me. No. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. I definitely have a title written in my notes. <laughs> Oh, you get it? I'm the only one that By doesn't get a title. secret notes. That's right. I don't have a script. You get the joy of wonder and awe at the world. Yeah. So some background facts before we get started. Um, as you probably know, for a long time, Christianity was illegal. Right? I didn't know that. Well, like with the Romans. Because Jesus was persecuted. And then, okay, for a couple hundred years after that, if you were Christian, you were getting martyred and killed. And that was where the whole, like, fish came from. I uh, guess Because it was like a secret, a secret club that you belonged to. Because if anyone found out, kind of like a few hundred years later, like, pagans, you know, there's always someone that gets put into that situation. So yeah. what the point is that in 300... They're coming out of that situation and into the forefront. Um, there is the Emperor Constantine. Yeah, I've heard that Ottoman name before. Empire. He did something called the Edict of Milan. Not important, but it allows Christianity as an official religion. Meaning, if you're Christian, you are no longer to be hunted and killed. So that's cool. Kind of a, kind of a big deal. Yes. And then um, we're kind of moving forward and... Let me see here. We're our story is going to take place in the late eight hundreds, not eighteen hundreds, eight zero zero. Wow, that's a really long time ago. It it is a pretty long time ago. Um, so a lot of like how people felt we're going to make up because historians back then, you know, we don't have pictures. Our documents are loose and dry mostly, except for some things we'll get to read today. Uh, but it's in the late 800s, um, and this is the time of like a ton of unrest in the papacy. So it was really hard to survive if you were appointed pope in this time. Oh, wow. And part of this is because these popes in this time appointed the Holy Roman Emperor. So the Holy Roman Emperor is the dude that's in charge of most of Europe. 
or wants to be. He's in charge of all the countries. Yeah. Right? God appointed charge of countries. And so everyone wants that spot. And so everyone wants to control the Pope. And so these popes were living three days, four weeks, nine months. Yeah. You got more than two years, people were like, Good on you, you know. You put the Pope in that you that will help you. Yeah, and get then, rid of the popes that won't. It, yeah. But then everyone else wants to get rid of your pope to put in their pope. And it went on the, like this for like a hundred years. Wow, it's crazy. That's a lot of pope names. Yes. So the important pope names, I had a really fun idea. And that's if we create like a visual image for each major story. So um, each major figure. So we got Pope Formosus. I don't know. You want to put him in a tall red hat? Tall red hat guy. Yeah, tall Formosus. red hat guy. Formosus. Okay, we'll start with that. Because um, that's like one of our, the other major, major character in the story is Pope Stephen the Sixth. And the funny part is some people say Stephen the Seventh, some people say Stephen the Sixth. So even that is loose, loosey goosey in this really era. I'm not quite sure what number he was. Yes, it depends on your interpretation of people, like who was really a Pope or not. Okay. Um, so Stephen, Steve. Let's say he has big teeth. Steve-o with the big teeth. Steve with big teeth. All right. Okay. Um, uh, like I have here, Pope Romanus, 92 days, Theodore II, three weeks. Let me find my place back where I was. Do you remember, I think it was the first episode, we were talking about Charlemagne? Yeah. He was the first Holy Roman Emperor. Wow. Yeah, so that's why he's important. Yeah. <laughs> he created it. And then he wasn't like officially that name, but after he died, his successors were given that name. So that's why it's such a big deal. Counts. I think it counts. Now we know. And he was the Holy Roman Emperor at 800. That's when he ascended to that. So I'm, so I'm saying this 100 years is like crazy in Europe if you're interested in power. People are just grabbing, killing, taking whatever they want. Yeah, it's changed. There's a lot of change. For this, yeah, this small bit of time. So we're going to become experts today. All right. So to set the stage for the story, we're going to do a little bit of background on Steve with the teeth and Formosus with the, do we do red hat? Red hat. The big red hat. Red hat guy and big teeth guy. Yes. Steve with the teeth. <laughs> I like they gave him teeth. Uh, so Steve, teeth guy, he was born in a place called Spoleto. And Spoleto kind of has the vibe of Sparta. They're in southern Italy, and they just kind of want their own kingdom. They want to be in charge. Of course, most people around do. And this is where he's born. His family was actually the rulers of Spoleto. And so he has, like, direct relationships with these guys that we're going to learn about. Uh his town had repelled an attack by Hannibal back in 200. That's kind of what put them on a map. You Han know when Hannibal came over the mountains and his elephants and attacked Italy? I've heard of the, the war elephants, but I didn't know that was... His name was Hannibal. His name was Hannibal. He, attacked, he went through Europe on elephants. I think he lost in the Alps. We should do an episode of that. But anyway, Spolito, like pushed him back. So they kind of put their name on the map. In this town, there was a bunch of wars in the Gothic Wars, another place where, where, where people were like, I want to be in charge of Italy. And then it became a duchy in 500. And then 
the guy that's currently in charge is this guy named Guy. <laughs> really? Duke Spolito. Guy. Yes. Literally. Spelled the same and everything. Wait, his name's Duke Spolito? Well, his name's Guy. He is the Duke of Spolito. Oh. Guy. Guy. Yeah. Um, so he is doing all this fighting and stuff and trying to be in charge. Meanwhile, Formosus with the red hat was a bishop who had managed to do two main things during his bishopry. He was born in Rome, kind of raised in the religious world. Uh, he converted Bulgaria to Christianity. And everyone was like, ooh, wow, yay. Wow. And, and then he proceeded to piss off the current pope at the time, John the Eighth, um, because he didn't like who John crowned as the emperor. And he got excommunicated. Yeah, checks out. Yeah. He, he's really good at his job. People really like him. You know, everyone's like, no, you can bring him back. And the pope was like, we fight politically, excommunicated. Lowen, what is excommunication? Um, they're like as far as you know banned essentially like they're not allowed to be like if he's a bishop he's not allowed to be a bishop anymore he can't have anything to do with the religion in my mind yeah yeah you're totally right um it's not just cutting them off from the church but in theory you're not supposed to talk to you're supposed to be completely outcasted and this includes quote eating and drinking buying or selling praying or greeting greeting someone who's been excommunicated aside from your spouse and your kids wow so he can only talk to his spouse and his kids i mean in theory it, it it's like any rule you enact how do you enforce it yeah that's always the question i just like that that's the rule yes don't talk to him we've don't, excommunicated them it's so extra <laughs> but they have to be because they can't like kill people because of the church for the moral right yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just try to do that. Um, it also, you can't be buried in consecrated grounds if you're excommunicated. Relevant to the later story. Um, it's like, okay, in my opinion, it's both like one of the worst punishments you could do and not so bad. It really just depends on. Yeah, couldn't he just like move somewhere and no one knows who he is and he can just like bypass that whole excommunication thing? I mean, depends on uh, how well off you were, I guess. Yeah, like how many people knew you kind of thing. Yeah. If I was having a hard time at work, I'd be like, well, what do I do? Just walk up the street until someone brings me in? Like, how do you just move somewhere? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But if you don't, like, really in your heart believe in what the church is telling you at the time, it's really not so bad. You just talk to a few less people. Hopefully your kids are competent and can buy your groceries. Hey, just keep your f close friends and family. So, um, two years after he gets excommunicated, Formosus, uh, he gets pardoned. He didn't have to leave Rome. He just got, like, in trouble. But he gets pardoned because there's a new pope in town. Surprise, surprise. Um, but they had said, we'll pardon you, but you have to leave Rome and you can never come back. So he has to move. Yeah. <laughs> You got both. You got yeah, both. Yeah. Excommunicated. We'll and you have to move. Well, no. This time they saved his eternal soul. They just don't want to look at it. Oh. They don't want to look at it. Get thee to a nunnery, Formosus, with the red hat. Um, and he did. Um, well, he did. 
And then he just came back one day. Like a year later, he was like, that's enough. Came back to Rome um, and got a pardon from the new pope. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. There's pope after pope in this era. So there's another new pope. Sounds like I'm making this up. And the new pope's like, hey, you're good, fam. Um, Makes him a bishop again because he's like a bishop of a whole region. And then by um, 891... He, okay, going back to when he got excommunicated, he was excommunicated by a guy named Mar- Marinus. There had been two popes in between then, and then the one dies, and in 891, he gets elected. Who? Formosus. Red hat guy? Yeah, red hat guy. Ooh, he's pope now. Yeah, you know, he got in all this trouble after converting a whole area to Christianity. So I just feel like red hat guy has got like, Big shoulder personality, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Fuck around, find out. Yeah, people just, like, want to, like, like him and follow him. And he's just very charismatic, which is why he's red. So that works out great. He's a bad boy pope. <laughs> Those do exist. I almost did a story on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, a couple. Um, But we're not doing that today. That'd be pretty funny. There is a line later that says he's been a bad, bad boy. So, <laughs> but, hey darker than oh. a bad boy pope i tell you that uh, so formosus is now the pope we are going to uh, go back to steven steven with the big teeth where's steven from i don't know how to i forgot the, the name of it the town that's like sparta right yeah southern Belido. italy or something um his like i said before duke guy Guy, Duke, Duke Guy. The Duke of Guy. <laughs> no, no, it's Duke of Spoleto. Yeah, yeah. Duke Guy. Guy Duke. <laughs> um, so he had tried to attack France, become king of France, and he lost. So then he attacks Italy, which is right by him, and he wins. So now he's king of Italy. Next um, best thing. Next best thing. He's kind of a bully, right? He's just constantly like throwing his weight around. Uh, and since he won Italy through fours and formosus is now the pope he says i want you to crown me holy roman emperor and he he's got the city under military law so formosus is forced to um yeah yeah he can't really say no he can't um on his life so in 891 uh he is crowned the holy roman emperor and then like a year later he goes back to Formosus and he's like, look, I got the son Lambert. What a name. Do you, you got an imagery for Lambert that you like? He comes back. Um, tiny hands. Lamb bam. Tiny hands. <laughs> yeah, so far you're like red hat. And I'm like big teeth. Uh, small hands. Okay. Size body part. That's what I'm going for. Okay. I like this. But I, the clothing Elementary is nice book. too. Yeah, visuals. it's very basic visuals. Respect. Lambert with the tiny hands. Uh, so tiny hands. I don't know. I have terrible at accents. <laughs> good old baby hands Lambert. Guy's like, hey, Formosus, I need you to crown my son co-emperor. And Formosus does it, but he's super pissed. He's like, I don't like you in the first place. Now I have to get your son. Now, I, so wait, I'm confused on who's the original, like fancy emperor is it Charlemagne? Formosus is it red hat guy or big teeth guy 
Are you talking about the Holy Roman Emperor or the Pope? The Holy Roman Emperor. You said Gaius. they were Gaius. Okay. And he wants his son yes. to be crowned co-Holy Roman Emperor. Yes. Wow. I don't know who it was before Guy. We could go down that rabbit hole, but there's like probably 15 other guys that was within 10 years. So guys. Oh my, these guys are so dramatic, Scoots. Dude, yeah. So dramatic, so emotional. So he's like, I will crown your son, but he holds a grudge about it. He's like, I need to get these men out of my city because they're mean. What do you think he's going to do? Excommunicate. (laughs) Excommunicate because that's what they did to him. I like it. I like it. Um, Well, Formosus, don't roll that way. He's going to make a move. He he's gonna make a move. That's right. No, he, make them move. He <laughs> gonna send them up the street. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, okay, we'll just take over this new place. As long as it's not Red Hat Guy's place. There you go. Get out of Rome. Yeah. Leave. Get out of Rome so I can make my decisions. Uh, well, he did not have your knowledge or wisdom, so instead he goes to his buddy Arnulf. He's a new guy. He's a German guy. He's a bastard who should have been in line for the king and then had to take it by force when they didn't give it to him. That's his background. He's German. Das Arnulf. Das Arnulf. That's a very German name, I feel like. Uh, Am I saying that right? Sounds good to me. Hey. Das Arnulf. Uh, Das Arnulf. He's like, I need you to come in. Hey, hey, Arnulf. Come attack my city. (laughs) Tired of all these people. So he does. We need a new plague. Yeah. uh, yeah. Well, we need our first plague, I think. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. That hasn't happened yet. Can we make something happen up in here? So Arnulf is like, yeah, I got you, boo. Because I love... I'm going to try to slip that into every single episode at this point. I got you, boo. I got you, boo. I'm here for you, boo. Just men supporting men out here. And also... I'm here for it. It's lit, fam. It's lit... (laughs) Gotta slip those in every once in a while. Make sure people know you're hip. You're with it. Just throw the glitter glitter bomb curtain. The illusion that I'm hip and with yeah. it. That's all I mean. They only get the audio. I look hip. You do look very hip. You look way more hip than I do. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, yes. Thank you. I know how to pass these tests. Uh, <laughs> is there another answer? No, that is my answer. That's right. <laughs> just checking. Just checking. Just checking. So he reaches out to Arnolf. Arnolf happens. Ar- Arnolf. I'm going to be saying his name wrong because I want to say like Arnold. Arnolf. Arnolf. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, it. He happens to be an excellent fighter and or has excellent fighters with him he's a winner he's a german i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so he's like yeah 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 crosses the alps in the middle of winter sacks rome takes over right and so super easy piece of cake yeah just cross the alps real quick he does it in like a couple months like in the winter gets rome that's insane and then yeah gets rome but the problem is patello still in Italy, right? 
And so they're still like fighting and there's more cities that they need to get him out of. So the war takes two years where he's like inching down south. Um, and during that time, uh, Guy dies. We don't know why Guy dies. So in my mind, battle. He's just dead one day. Yeah. It, it's that time. It's not like there's a death certificate. I, that's fair. He just he's dead. He wakes up dead. Probably just changed his name and moved down yeah. two houses. <laughs> oh, I was like, this is too mu- this is too emotional, man. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of work for a guy named Guy. Guy named Guy. Uh, Arnulf comes in. They're fighting. Uh, guy dies, and uh, Lambert's getting pushed back. And so Formosus is like, Arnulf, you're killing it. And he crowns him Holy Roman Emperor. Okay. He was like, I pick you. You're my buddy. So red hat guy, Arnoff, no. Red hat guy. Formosus. Formosus. Red hat guy. Is just crowning pretty much everybody Holy Roman Emperor. They all are. Yeah, it's all with the, the times. All the but yeah, He's just trying to fit in. He's, I don't know. I just pick whoever. Well, he didn't like, like Guy and Son, Guy and Lambert, but Guy he likes. <laughs> yeah, that's how I have him in my notes. Uh, but he likes Arnulf. Yeah, he's, he's like, got a he's got a cool name. It's fun to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> Arnulf. Ar, Ar, das Arnulf. Try to say it's like saying enough. Arnulf with a German accent. Oh, I like that. Arnulf. 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 Um. So he gets crowned in. 896. This is five years after he took papacy. So we're kind of moving through time. Uh, gets crowned and he keeps marching and he's going to enter Spolito and just kind of get rid of the whole problem. That's the plan. But as he's marching south, Arnolf suddenly, and this is how the history books say it, suddenly becomes paralyzed. What? And must return home. <laughs> What's that mean? Like... He, he became just, paralyzed. He just dropped one day. And in my mind, a tree up. fell on him. You know, like yeah. it's he suddenly, what are ways you can become paralyzed in the Middle Ages? It's funnier if they're just walking and then he's just, boop, paralyzed now. Can't move his legs. Can't. That's not very funny. It's actually very dark. But I, I don't know. Maybe he got kicked in the head humor. by a horse or something. Well, that would kill him, wouldn't it? Unless we, it didn't. We had a guy in the other episode just fell off his horse and died. That's true. All he did was fall. But how do you suddenly become paralyzed? Anyway, he did. King of everything. Win in wars. Becomes paralyzed. Maybe he got that arrow to the knee. I used to be an adventurer <laughs> like you. And then I randomly became paralyzed. <laughs> so he has to go home to Germany and the war's off. And all of Italy... Both Rome and Spitalo just kind of shrugs and go like, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. So <laughs> embarrassing. So embarrassing. But Lambert's still the Holy Roman Emperor. And everyone just pretends that crowning wasn't a thing. Oh, they don't, just th- ignore him? Yes. We, we don't talk about it. We know who our emperor is. And I really enjoy that. Um, Lambert is still the king. And then Formosus dies. But you thought the story red was going to be guy. about Red Hat Guy dies. I thought I did think it was going to be about Red Hat Guy. Yeah. Well, he dies. April of 896. 896 is a big year for the story. So we're getting into the meat. Oh, okay. So in April, he dies. 
and he's buried in um i think it's saint paul's basilica i have it noted later on but it's the roman church uh on consecrated ground and of course i tried i literally looked up everywhere no one knows how he died he just killed over could be anything in this era then we have another pope that lasts two and a half weeks through april wow new record new record his name is uh boniface the six boniface boniface bonnie lass bonnie lass (laughs) hey he's a fancy boy and his papal vestments. I respect the popes, but in this story, they're kind of crazy. So, yeah, it's like signing up for a death sentence. Sure, I'll be pope for now. You know, front lines. Yeah, shortly. Okay, so he's dead. Do you know, like, when you have someone who's high up in religion? What happens to their body when they die? I'm lots of it things. becomes like a relic, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So in, in the Catholic religion, you 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 become more than a dead body, but the process of death transforms your body into a quote holy relic. If you're a certain status, uh, it's supposed to be the source of miraculous powers. Um, and it was like a huge center of religious life back then. That's why you had all the pilgrimages and you had the crusades and you had the, um, the Pope himself got his literal authority because he was the guardian of St. Peter's body, his relic. I was going to say, I know there's like St. Peter's remains are like in churches and they've, some churches have like fingers and other stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a big deal. Yeah. So this pope dies. His body is now a relic, and it's buried. We get Boniface. Um, he lasts a couple weeks, and then do you remember Big Teeth guy? Boniface dies mysteriously. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think Stephen had a hand in it, and then Stephen, old Spoleto's fam, Lambert's fam, becomes pope by May. Wow. May I... I'm just talking to you, and then I'm like, where am I in the notes? Because I have, like, half of it in my mind. Let me get there. May 896, about a month and a half after Formosus died, Stephen is now the Pope. Now, Stephen is super mad about the whole invasion thing. Really? Well, yeah. He had control of all of Italy. You know, the Spolitos, yeah, you know, it's like nationalism. And his country and his family were a kingdom. And then the Pope, who's supposed to be on his side, calls in a foreman, foreign Franks, which are the Germans, and says, will you please invade the city? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Stephen's kind of mad about it. Yeah, he's a little salty. He's, <laughs> he's a little salty. Um, and he's on, you know, he's the new Pope. Everyone's kind of suspicious of how he got in there, how Boniface died. And everyone's out here talking about how great Formosus was. So he's like mad and salty and like, no one thinks I belong here, but I know I do. And I'm better than Formosus. We all know the type, right? Yeah. They all like the old guy better. Nobody likes this guy. Big tooth Pope. Big tooth Pope. Yeah.
So, Spolito makes a big decision. He decides uh, to prove his place and to prove he knows what's right. He's going to hold a trial against Formosus. The dead guy? Yes. This is the Pope. So he digs up the (laughs) nine-month rotting body of Formosus. Gross. He digs him up. He digs him up. He dresses him up in papal vestments, which is like his Pope clothes. Okay. He puts him in the papal throne at St. Peter's. He's going through a lot of effort. A lot of effort. And then he holds a full-on trial of Formosus. Wow. The cadaver. So today's story is about the cadaver synod, which is the corpse trial. Yeah, he's holding a trial against the old pope who is now dead. That's crazy. Yes. And he's all dressed up and he's everything, but he's a... He said he's been dead for, like, how long? Nine months. Nine months? Yes. Wow, how much of him is left? I, I got a picture. Really? You want to see the picture? I would love to see the picture. You know, this is the perfect medium, but you can Google it for listeners, and you'll probably come across the same paint painting as a reimagining of the story. <laughs> he's still got the beard in the picture. Yeah, hair takes a while, I think. I honestly, I wouldn't know. He's like, yeah, his face is like skeleton almost. And he's in like the classic kind of Pope wear. Not the all white, but like he's got red and fancy colors. But he's got like this big beard. If you look, his feet are tied together in the oh, painting. Really? I'm guessing so they don't spread apart and make him look like um, a hoe. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't want, you can't have hope hopes now. No. Even though he's dead. No, he's on trial. He's on, He is. He's on trial, and Stephen is ready to accuse him of being a bad, bad man. I see what you did there. There it is. Nice callback. Been, he's been bad. So this is the infamous cadaver synod. Uh, he did, in Stephen's defense of his craziness, um, he's the Pope. And he's like, I belong here. I'm going to put this corpse on trial. But he did assign or appoint a deacon, which is like a low-level church dude. Right. To be like the voice of Formosus. So So you saw the guy standing in black (laughs) in the painting? Yeah. That's the deacon. And the deacon proceeds to say nothing. (laughs) He doesn't say anything? Yeah, he's just up there silent for the whole trial. Well, yeah, because he's the voice of a dead guy. Oh, (laughs) yeah. He's like, this guy isn't saying anything to me. I don't know. So I don't know what to say. He's dead. He's, yeah, he's not saying anything. I'm just a deacon, guys. The funny thing, too, is the dead guy in that picture is actually wearing a red hat. He's a red hat guy, and he's wearing a red hat. To be fair, I think I suggested red hat. You did, but it's accurate. Hey. I don't know if the big tooth thing is accurate, but... I think it's accurate of how... Steven is acting like yeah, a dumb horse. Damn big tooth teeth people. <laughs> I don't I'm not trying to say that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, people tend to act in a variety of ways, no matter how your teeth are shaped. And I am red. I do not typically judge. <laughs> <laughs>
I do my best. Okay, um, so what's your first question about this? Or I can just go in order. What's your first I, thought when you hear about... What... Yeah, like, is... He's on trial, right? He's holding this guy on trial. First of all, for what? Every article I read. And I read, like, Catholic.com. I read, like, Medium and, like, more current, but still relatively well-written websites that do journalism or articles of information. I read Wikipedia. I even read JSTOR, which is academic, like, peer-reviewed articles. And every single one of them was like, oh, we had all these accusations. But if you really dig into what they say, there's only two. What are they? Um, so the only two that I could ascertain, even though everyone's like, he had a ton. He didn't. Um, or they just don't know what they were. Uh, are one, uh, he changed where he was a bishop. So I guess that's like a huge problem and against like the Catholic rules. They have a word for it, but there are certain things that are like, these are Catholic rules and you cannot break them or you'll go to hell, I guess. Um, cardinal rules? No, those are cardinal sins. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that, but it's like you can't break the church rules or you get kicked out. So he was a bishop at one place and he applied to be a bishop somewhere else, got approved. So went to the new place and it was part of like that whole excommunication drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He moved. Yeah. yeah. He just went somewhere else. They were like bossing him around. And then, so he kind of was a bishop in multiple places. Um, and so he's like, well, you were two at once. Because you can't ever, like, at this time, let go of an old place. Right. And um, you're not supposed to be two at once. You can only have one. Wow. So he's being held on trial for that. Yes. It's pretty petty. I mean. I mean, the whole thing's petty. He's digging up a dead body to hold him on trial for this stupid stuff. Yes. And then he's also holding him on trial because he had crowned Arnulf, which shall we recall everyone ignored yeah <laughs> he's like you crowned arnulf who was an illegitimate descendant of charlemagne and not a real descendant of charlemagne those are the only two reasons i could find that he accused him but i mean he was supportive of guy and lamb bam lamb bam lamb bam bam um which were not even in charlemagne's heredity tree yeah, that yeah he was german and so the german people anyway so those are the two actual reasons and then of course guess who the prosecutor was uh steven big tooth yes guess who the judge was him too yeah <laughs> so, ridiculous. so he has this big fancy trial all the bishops are there all the people are there and you see that picture he's just like spitting and yelling like you read accounts and it's like steven's losing his mind just screaming at this corpse about how he's done all these horrible things and he's evil and he needs to be um delegitimized in every single level because he's not a real pope um so yeah he oh also mid-trial there was an earthquake wow that shook the building dramatic everyone else must have been like uh steven didn't care <laughs> he's, he's too kept, busy he's busy man but man, if that's a, I don't know what's a sign. If that's not a sign, it's a pretty big sign for me. <laughs> yeah. Something. Okay, I have. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna skip this, and this is like my favorite part. This is an actual quote on how it was dealing with the corpse in the trial. Oh, I According can't wait. to George Ives, the old man's body, like a monstrous doll, might nod and bend 
while the attendants supported it. So they had to have two guys on either side that like held him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, they moved his head. Yeah. To make it look it like he's doing stuff. It would not and bend, and the attendants were like, "Whoa." Uh, he's getting yelled at for being a bishop at two places uh or collapse in a ghastly bundle if they left it alone (laughs) someone had to go pee yeah (laughs) oh my god (laughs) just falls apart and they gotta put it back together but it made no sound and the deacon would probably be wary in his defense for there were dark holes nearby other than sepulchers. Sepulchers? Sepulchers. Sepulchers. Ooh. I don't know. That sounded French. It did. It Savage. Did. Um, I think the dark holes are a reference to the scary man who's lost his mind very publicly. Oh, wow. The, yeah, he has kind of lost his mind here. I mean... New Pope. Time for a new Pope. What a time to live. Every Pope you see has the ultimate power and the shortest lifespan. That is crazy to me. Yeah. And it, and it lasted 100 years. People kept going for it. Yeah, they're like, this is a good system. <laughs> this is a good system. I think it's pretty reliable. Yeah. We should definitely keep it. It's working. Keep it going. Keep it going. Eventually, it'll settle. It'll settle next year. 200 years later it'll settle next yeah, year it's getting better <laughs> this is how it's supposed to be i don't know how else what else would we do yeah have you got a better idea it sounds stupid why can't you trial a dead guy I, <laughs> why not i don't see any rules about that they do um they do make a rule after this later on there's an official <laughs> catholic rule you cannot put a corpse on trial yeah, because then everyone would be doing it. <laughs> it's just one of those rules that you find and you go, somebody did this, that they had to write it down. So these idiots yeah. know not to do that. <laughs> yeah, like warning signs you see, you're like, well, they only made the sign because someone did it. Yeah, no nunchucks on the airplane. I mean, someone brought nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. And so they had to add that to the list. That sign is the end of a very interesting story. <laughs> Uh, so, of course, he is found guilty. Red hat guy, Formosus. Crazy. Found guilty of usurping the papacy. And That's insane. What's his punishment? <laughs> he looks so excited. Death. One, everything he did during his time as Pope, which is like seven or eight years, which is pretty long yeah, for this time. Yeah, it is a long time. Yeah. Um, declared null and void. This includes people he's appointed to positions. They lost their job. Um, It also includes consecrations and blessings. The rules he made. Uh, So, like, if you got blessed by the Pope during that time, you've just been unblessed. Uno reverse card. Take it away. What if you, like, bought a scarf? Like, they had a table of scarves out in front. Yeah, yeah. Out in Rome, and you could, like, oh, the Pope blessed these. You can buy one. So, you got, like, the scarf up at home. And it became worthless that day. Yeah, uh, or very valuable. I, <laughs> eh? The only I don't know one if they were that forward blessed thinking. and taken away because dead guy was held on trial. And had then no on one trial. else could be held on trial after that who were dead. Okay, so you did go to Catholic school growing up. Yeah. Are you aware of consecrations? And like how a pope blesses things? Not really. Okay, so I guess they use three fingers. That's like their holy thing. 
their holy laughing? fingers. Why are you it laughing? sounds weird. What's so funny? I, I don't know. It's very serious. Take it serious. We're being serious. The holy fingers. <laughs> no, it is pretty silly. Um, I did They know have that. three holy fingers that they always use for their blessings. And so, of course, part of his punishment was they chopped off those three fingers. I'm assuming it's the first three fingers. I but... didn't even look it up because I assumed so hard that it was those three. What if they could pick any three they wanted? <laughs> Thumb, pinky, pinky. That's what it was. It's like a se- yeah. <laughs> That's how you bless things. It's like a secret passcode. What three fingers do I use? So they yeah. have to know exactly oh, what fingers. He they cut use. off the wrong fingers. Ha ha ha. Yeah, I got him. <laughs> Blessing from afterlife. That would be pretty great. Yeah, I kind of hope he planned ahead. Formosus was like, this crazy guy been following me around for weeks i use my left pointer finger and my left ring finger but then i use my right pinky i'm telling you thumb pinky pinky is the way to go well no that's four fingers thumb pinky pinky oh i see thumb pinky 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 yeah it's fun to say that would be your secret um blessing fingers yeah code. absolutely absolutely i'm trying to play twister out here yeah <laughs> with my blessings <laughs> hey you know if you're voting for the next pope keep me in mind oh really don't i have no interest <laughs> that is a joke yeah you're gonna die in two and a half weeks anyways so. I, I okay well when life gets too hard just become a pope become the pope and then it's easy <laughs> at least you get some nice cake probably yeah fancy clothes fancy clothes he's living a good life for the short oops meh Oh, it landed up. It landed right side up. Oh, it's a sign of Formosa's blessing on our story. Okay, so um, the had his fingers cut off. They ripped off his papal clothes. The audacity! So rude. They just dressed him in it so they could I, rip it off. <laughs> I mean, the audacity of men. I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. They're so emotional. Um, he ripped off his clothes and put them in rags. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you know, uh, who cares? And dragged his body through the streets and then dumped him in the Tiber River. A river with a lot of symbolism. That's the word. I was going to say symbology. Symbolism. And I was like, that's not correct. <laughs> well, I didn't even notice. <clears throat> You played it off. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. I just cheers to my mic. (laughs) We're having a good time here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Symbolism. Tiber River is where Roman emperors would throw their criminals. Evil emperors that were torn down from the throne, thrown in the Tiber River. Kind of anyone people wanted to disappear from history was in this river. So that's where he was thrown. Very symbolic the old trash bin. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I've said this before. It seems like Formosus was pretty pretty well liked. Yeah. Tall red hat guy. People were vibing guy. with him, you know. Um, he was probably a bit more chill than Steve. It's probably easy to be well liked next to <laughs> yeah. Stephen. Crazy popes the, the, who are just like going out of their way. Like, how many taxpayer dollars did he waste doing this right uh, like we want the chill guy back yeah i mean yeah he got our city invaded but 
It was just switch that king with the other king, and I definitely know who both of them are and have opinions on which would do better for our prosperity. I don't know. I don't know how they got information back then. That wasn't just propaganda. Yeah, that's a really good point. They manage it now, and we have a lot more access to information. Anyway, so the people were really unhappy about this whole trial charade by this crazy guy, so they like revolted against the papacy and imprisoned Stephen within months. And then while he was in prison, he got strangled mysteriously. Really? Yeah. Wow. Somebody really wanted him dead, I guess. Could have been guards. Could have let someone in. Could have been, he sat on someone else's toilet hole and they <laughs> pissed him off. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe is the, doesn't Dead seem Pope like a coming back to haunt him. Oh yeah, possessing the spirits of his cell partners. Shoelaces. <laughs> so he he his little while he has one of the most famous stories throughout papal history, he was only a pope for just over a year. Yeah, really just not past that long. May the next year. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then at this point I have read both the fisherman found Formosa's body and a monk found him. So we're not really sure who found the body, but it was found okay. on the Tiber River. Yeah, yeah. And then brought back, and now it's one of the most popular shrines at the St. Peter's Basilica. You can go see it today. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if we ever go to Italy, we should definitely check that out. We should. I want to see it. So should our listeners. If you're in Italy, go check out where Formosus is, because um, he had quite an undead journey. He's only been, he only got to rest peacefully, peacefully for nine months. Yeah. Then they dug him up and he's been on this yelled at him. trial. Oh. Yeah, he got yelled at. <laughs> he took a swim and now he's on display. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure how they look. That's what I'd like to go see. Is he on display? Is it just his name? I, yeah, I, I've pictured he's in full trial mode. Oh, in his papal vestments once more. Yes, fully dressed. He's in some kind of glass (laughs) case with a chair or something. You've been watching too much of the great. I have. Like the mom. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this is really funny. That's how you set up a good joke. You announce that it's funny first. (laughs) You're supposed to laugh. I'm good at this. By the time I'm done. (laughs) Um, By the time we get to 904... So let's say a decade later, uh, we have a new pope. Well, we have five. After Sergius, there's like pope, 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 like two weeks, four months, two weeks. Um, after Sir, I'm sorry, after Stephen. But we get a new pope in 904, Sergius the third, and he was like, "Hey, yo, Formosus was the shit." So I am going to reauthorize everything he did and reordain all the people whose jobs he appointed. Yeah. This is over 10 years later, and this is all across the Holy Roman Empire, (laughs) all across Europe. So what happens is all the people that had left 10 years before, they'd passed on their jobs. Yeah. And so this guy's like, no, no, you get your jobs back. And what ensues is mass confusion. Oh, yeah. That'd be so confusing. (laughs) They've had that job for 10 years. Yeah. And he's just like, everyone's got their jobs back. Psych. So is there two of us now? The other or? guy's like, I retired. <laughs> yeah, they all moved oh. on. It's been 10 years. Yeah. I don't even want the job anymore. So there's a significant amount of time because of this back and forth, the back and forth. where kind of, Nobody knows who's a bishop where, which just the whole system. It was like a chessboard where you just 
toss the board up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you try to keep playing the game on the floor, I guess. I don't know. Monopoly <laughs> game, ending a Monopoly game. Just throw the whole game on the ground. Yeah, but they have to keep playing. Yeah, they're picking up the pieces. <laughs> Is this over here? Did you add that? I don't know. Today, a lot of people who are... Um, there are people that, like, criticize or argue against a lot of Catholic edicts, but they do it as part of, like, within the world of theology. So it's not, like, an attack on Catholicism, but it's, like, that kind of tradition of questioning uh, why this happens and shouldn't it be this way. I looked at it a lot with the monks. Monks do a lot of writings like that. Um, but this, uh, a lot of people use this event where he's, like, this guy's not in, that he's back in. And then we have the crowning of Arnulf as the Holy Roman Emperor. And then it goes back to this other one. And then we get different popes. And they say that the specific event with the trial kind of undermines all the authority of the Roman Catholic Church from that moment. Yeah, they're like, these people are crazy. Well, they're saying that there's no more straight hereditary line. Oh. That it got usurped. So yeah. it's it's not so much that their people are crazy, but it's like the line of tradition is not continual and since it's broken it's no longer valid null and void yeah <laughs> they're trying to null and void it in the future so that's like a thing i don't think a lot of people believe it or even know about it but there are people who argue that um here is a quote <laughs> this is from catholic.com who has a whole article on the story and this is how they summarize the lesson for you to take away and i just really want to hear your thoughts on that are you okay. ready yeah i'm ready popes are prone to the same moral failings jealousies and abuse of power as are all men this admission poses no difficulty to the doctrine of papal infallibility since the doctrine does not rely upon the impeccability of the popes yeah they're just saying that popes are people there's just people. But it says it, it it doesn't even challenge the idea that popes are infallible, which means infallible means you cannot go wrong. Everything you do is right. Wait, so it's saying that that pope made no mistakes? It's saying they're human, they're moral failings, jealousies, but it, the admission of that, we can admit that, but it does not challenge our idea that popes are infallible. It's just saying it's unrelated. Yeah. It, because the doctrine does not rely on impeccability of the popes. So I guess they're saying right there that their religion is built on believing these guys who are still as fucked up as the rest of us. But they're perfect. They just do no wrong. But they are often wrong. <laughs> yeah, it kind of doesn't make any sense if you have a better interpretation of that listeners uh please let us know write a write a five-star review yeah, first and we will be, definitely read it yeah we only read five-star reviews well i'll probably read any star I, but at this point we'll read any review because yeah. we would love a review <laughs> <laughs> let us know what you think okay i got the moral of the story we got to finish the moral of the story right 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 um my moral of this story is it is important to learn to let things go or it will be your downfall. Yeah. Don't dig up the past. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah. 
That's really good. Um, okay, sources. Sources for this. It's literally half a page typed. I'm going to put it in the show notes. Um, yeah, just... I, I felt like, you know, those serial killer walls? Because oh, yeah. no one article had, in my mind, all the relevant information. They were just put out there, like, um, to make it hip and cool. And I guess I'm I'm against hip and cool. Who wants to do that, right? So lame. Oh, my <laughs> so gosh. So lame. I wanted to know the information. So uh, I had, like, serial killer tabs where, like, 50 tabs, and I was going back <laughs> and forth and, like, drawing mental connections between this and that. Anyway, a lot of Britannica.com, like I said, um, some Wikipedia, Catholic.com, Media.com, JSTOR. Uh, and also, thank you to Teresa Sudam for amazing music, as always. Yes. Yeah, thank you. She does amazing work. If you like what she put together for us, you should definitely check her out. Um, her links will be in our show notes as well. And... Do you have any final thoughts to add? It's just, it's a really interesting story. And I like that we talked about it. I never would have known that before this. It's crazy, right? Let's see if you can do, okay, I have a good new tradition for us. Let's see if you can do a quick two minute summary of what we learned today. I like this little check on learning. Yeah, just in your own words. I it's what'd okay. you get from this? So the year is eighteen. <laughs> I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do like a deep trailer movie trailer. Well, we've been watching some '90s movie trailers lately. <laughs> yeah, no, the 1800s. Popes are coming in left and right. You've got a pope. Probably not going to last. You got to make your time count. That's right. Red Hat Guy was the Pope, and he appointed some people. He they died. They, he had people come invade him, like his country so he could appoint other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did some things. He was around for a while, and then he died. Facts. And then another guy becomes Pope, doesn't like him at all. And decides, I want to undo everything that he's done. But I can't do that unless he's been charged with stuff. And so he goes, let's dig this guy up, throw him in a chair, dress him up, and then we'll have people puppeteer him to make it look like he's talking. (laughs) And then the trial goes on. It's all dramatic. It's very HBO, like primetime television or whatever lots of screaming and crying and then they throw him in a river close-ups and then 10 years later they apparently undid everything and just (laughs) complete chaos like why would you undo it it's been done it's happened like a thousand years ago at this point and then it just really messed up all the historians who wanted everything to just be neat and perfect and right down in the line and then we learned you don't dig up your past yeah wow was that two minutes Oh, yes. I timed it. Oh, perfect. Perfect. (laughs) That was good. Thank you. Uh, Listeners, I want to hear whose version you heard better. And if you pick Scoots, there's a good chance he'll tell his own story one day. Uh, 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 Hope you're ready for a five-minute podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This one time this happened, 
It was pretty crazy. All right, that happened. (laughs) Like and subscribe. All right, bye. Subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe, rate, and review. Or not. You do you. Boo. You do you, boo-boo. It's lit, fam. (laughs) It's lit, fam. We got to slip those in as much as humanly possible. You know what? It's going to be five, ten years later. I'm still going to be saying it. It's lit, fam. It's going to be out of date, and people are going to look at me and be like, it's not even your generation. I'm going to be like... It's lit, fam. Uh, yeah. No cap. <laughs> I think at this point it's already out of date. All right. And um, if you have your story that you'd like to hear us teach to scoot. Yeah. <laughs> write it in comments and let us know. I We love ideas. Absolutely. We just kind of. Keep a running list. Yeah. We keep a list going. We just try to find interesting stories that are just kind of crazy. Stories I feel like should be more popular. Yeah, that happened? Yeah, that happened. That happened. So if you got a great idea, send it and we'll talk about it. Maybe. So glad I could help. (laughs) I'm here for you.